Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey everyone, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team will be going back home for a minute to uh, Data's home, so that we see <laughs> his brother. Data lore is what we're watching, is what I'm trying to say. And then Angel One, which feels like half of a really great episode and half of a really bad episode, and I'm sure we're going to get to that eventually. Data lore. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's one of the stronger season one episodes. There, There's yeah. some rough spots to it, but right. but the idea of lore is in, is an interesting one. Yeah, near the beginning, like like kind of like end of first act, kind of where I I started laughing, uh, possibly hysterically, like a traumatized laughter of like congratulations, you got what you always wanted, Data. Family drama is what you got. <laughs> you you wanted to be human so badly that you have gotten the worst fucking version of it. Okay, <laughs> family and, drama. Who among us doesn't have a little bit of a few <laughs> shitty family members? Exactly. <laughs> want to take over the world. Like, I've, always wanted, I've always wanted a brother be like, oh yeah, now you're going to get that sibling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really, I really liked it. Um, I like the ones, I mean, I've said this before, where it it's more engaging with the kind of man versus machine in that way of like, what's the stretch of like artificial intelligence and I don't know. I kind of like those vibes of like, I loved it when Kirk could argue I, with the computer. I, I was about to say, like, you were into the, all those episodes where yeah, Kirk was like, yeah, I like, but you're a computer, you should blow up for me. <laughs> right, yeah, like, but I, I like that style of sci-fi. Like, one mm. of my favorite sci-fi stories in general is by Martha Wells, and it's just, it's, it's the Murderbot Diaries, where it's, it's artificial intelligence, and it's like, how does a being that was created, like, you know, technologically speaking, become sentient. Mm. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm fascinated with this story. So, like, this was my jam. Mm. This was it. This was my jam. I loved all of it. There's there's lots of episodes that do that a lot more, so obviously, with Data mm-hmm. as the, the central character. I think, ultimately, this is probably the weakest or one of the weakest ones that really mm. do that. Because really? sometimes they'll go into, like, really esoteric things, like Data starts to dream in one episode and we mm. see his dreams. We meet more of his unofficial family at various okay. points, and I think those are stronger episodes. That's not necessarily knocking this episode. I think this is a yeah. a, a good, solid, like if somebody said, I really want to watch season one, what should I watch, what should I avoid? I'd be like, catch Data Lore, because that's yeah. going to p- pay off later. Yeah. Um, so far, this is my favorite episode of the yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I think I kind of like the big goodbye a little bit better, mm-hmm. but uh, that's... See, that has yeah. some interesting quandaries yeah. on the whole like the computer becoming slightly self-aware i mean with the end yeah. of it i wonder with this one i because we we've talked in previous episodes about how like uh the second episode uh, naked now, now that you know it's like oh how do you know this is out of character for someone because you just met all these people and you don't know them very well right. It's kind of interesting to me that it took the grown-ups such a long time to realize right. that Laura was impersonating Data. And yeah. so it was kind of interesting. I was like, 
so how well do you know data? Like, are you taking him for, like, I think there's more philosophical discussion here about, right. like, are you really taking data for granted? Yeah. Are you just assuming, oh, anyone that comes on board and talks like a machine is going to be able to impersonate this guy when, if you hold these two next to each other, they have two different personalities right. for machines. And mm-hmm. it's kind of fascinating that, like, Wesley was the one yeah. who, like, was like, no, guys, it's lore! And everyone's right. like, shut up, Wesley! Yeah. And, like, he finally got his mom to kind of like come with him and then she was fully on board but like I it was interesting to me I was like you guys don't know data very well do you I think I think yeah I found that fact because like it was Wesley yeah and also the the way data was talking about lore and everyone got very uncomfortable because they were like and then like even even Picard had to be like okay let's just like we're electromechanical or whatever machines Mm -hmm. like we are a type of machines everyone stopped being awkward and weird about it and like Data had to correct correct pronouns um, kind of thing which I Mm -hmm. thought was super cool and it made me realize like wow Wesley has never had a fucking problem with this (laughs) like all the adults were kind of like oh I know I shouldn't be treating you like my machine but like you're a machine and Wesley's like he's my friend yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? Something's wrong with my friend. We need to go rescue him. And they're like, what are you talking about? That is a computer. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, I didn't expect myself to like Wesley as much as I do, but yeah, here I am. <laughs> was this the one where he was like, I realize this may end my Starfleet career? Right. And I'm like, you go, no. Wesley. <laughs> he calls her out. He's like, if I was an adult, you wouldn't be questioning me. And I'm like, yep. you're right. Yeah. If this was Riker, there wouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was Wesley, everyone's like, you're just a stupid kid. Shut up, Wesley. Yeah. And I, I like that he called them out on it. Which is like, respect me as a function. Like, I know something is wrong. And it turns out I was fucking right. <laughs> and that's sort of fascinating for Wesley's ultimate arc. Like, it, it's presented certainly, in, definitely in this season. Like, you're going to go to the Academy and you're going to do great things and that sort of thing. And he's locked into this path. But by the time you see the full shape of it, he is so much more than a stock Starfleet character. Mm-hmm. And and he even eschews that that path yeah. by the time everything's done. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You, you think about the economy of the future. Like, there is no money, there is no scarcity. If you're doing a job, it's because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so they have, like, you wonder what keeps these people motivated. I mean, that's buying into capitalism a bit more than we probably ought to, mm-hmm. but they do, they, they want to be here and they want to advance. Yeah. And no one has scrutinized that question. Like, why am I wanting to be in Starfleet? Is it because my dad? Is it because my bald fake dad? Is it because my mom who likes my bald fake dad and my real dad? What are these sweaters doing here? Is, Is that rainbow sweater his uniform? Because this is like the third or yes. fourth time we've seen it. Well, it's like his unofficial yeah. acting ensign uniform. At least for this season, he yeah. gets sort of a weird gray unitard thing in season two. It's not great. And <laughs> then they actually give him a field commission to full ensign, and he's wearing a uniform like everybody else before okay. he leaves the show. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I, 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 I really made like a note. The he has now. <laughs> yeah. Like down, down at the waistline, mm. that ruching. Yeah. Like, I, I think it helps. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. I, I made the note um, near the end that Picard's not getting any sex anytime soon. I think it's because he he shut told, up Wesley. told Wesley to shut up yeah. in front of his mother and then later didn't really believe them. And I'm like, 
Yeah, also you're gonna. Like, you're, you're, if you were thinking you were gonna get somewhere, you're gonna have to wait. Terribly <laughs> unprofessional. Like in front of the crew, like that, he just shouts down his. He broke. Ensign. Yeah. He was like, "Shut up, Wesley!" Like, would would you talk to Natasha? Would you talk to Tasha Yar like that? And he, he didn't specifically because she brought up how can we trust Data, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" And John, and Picard was like, "Guys, this was it was a fair question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah." But it, but he does yeah he he disbelieves uh, Wesley, which is so. Starkly at odds with my image of Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, yeah. I, I think by the time you get through the series, yes, he is stern, but he is never quick to dismiss a problem that a crew member has. Yeah, and which always really was good for me because you there was in a, in a sci-fi show there's this construction where something weird is happening to me. And all the other characters are like, there's no way that weird thing is happening to you. Even though we've encountered variations right. on that weird we thing literally show. 19 times before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Just wait, this- it's real? Yeah. Yeah. I, I took this episode. I mean, like, they could have done some things better, obviously. Because yeah. um, there was, They're like, still figuring weird, it out. Yeah. yeah. There was some, like, weird character moments where you're like, when are they really But, like, in my, in my fanfic need to fix it brain i'm taking this as a sign of where they're at right now most everyone still views data as just a very fancy computer mm-hmm. and so picard was like data a machine told me he's 100 loyal to me i have no reason to think otherwise and it's also and, them covering for it like right yeah like them disbelieving wesley is because like, Data's had conversations with everybody. Like, why would you? Why are you viewing me as only a machine? Yeah. And so it almost seems like them overcompensating for offending Data earlier. Yes. Yes. Like Wesley, like, I you got need called to, out on my yeah. racism, and now I feel weird. About yeah. Like it. Wesley, you're being racist. Shut up. And like, yeah. now he's actually onto something here. Yeah. And meanwhile, Wesley is one of the few characters who, yeah. thus far, has actually talked to Data as if Data's a person. Mm-hmm. Like, because Wesley, like, and whether it's because Wesley's young, whether it's because Wesley's a giant nerd and he hangs out with, you know, <laughs> he hangs out with the grown-ups. He yeah. hangs out with the grown-ups, but he's also a giant nerd and he likes to play with computers and weird tachyon parts all day. And so he looks at Dan. He's like, "Yeah, Dan is my friend. He's like my, the, you know, the weird friend who's not actually human, but he's definitely like a person." And they're like, "What?" And he's just like, we live in a spaceship with aliens, mom. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, obviously, Data's a person. He's just like not a earth one (laughs) and like everyone else is like you mean the talking computer man (laughs) how long into the episode did you realize that troy wasn't there and they didn't even mention it um almost all the way through yeah it was literally (laughs) toward the end i was like wait troy's not been this here this whole time yeah somewhere right around where where lore was just starting up with his like it turns out i'm an evil genius uh that i was just like is this why they wrote her off because she would have just destroyed this episode she just walked up and be like that's lore be like what the fuck are you doing he's lying yeah and and then lore's like what do you mean i did i don't have a facial tick shut up tin can get in the car (laughs) I was just like, oh, they had to write her off because otherwise the episode would have been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she just had a lot of appointments that day. She couldn't make it to the bridge. <laughs> There's clearly a lot going on. I just, I'm a little <laughs> proud of myself. I don't think this is a that big of a win, but I'm a little proud of myself that as soon as they opened up the storage unit, 
and all the air came out of like the freezer and they saw the disassembled data brother i was just like that's the bad guy (laughs) (laughs) immediate i was just like oh it's another me i have a brother and he'd be like and he's gonna be your evil twin (laughs) for sure (laughs) immediate Whereas the two of us were so in sync that yep. we wrote the exact same thing down. So this episode's titled Data Lore, and both of us wrote separately, not talking about it, more like data butt, am I right? Because <laughs> we got yeah. a clear view of, of what <laughs> the production team of The Next Generation views as a representation of Brett Spiner's ass. <laughs> It might yeah. be an accurate one. Who knows? Maybe Brett Spiner was just like, all right, so if you guys got to go, big or go home. <laughs> like, do my junk. And they're like, we cannot show this at a seven o'clock time slot. And they're like, do my butt. <laughs> and they're like, but. We can do a butt. We can yeah. do butt. We can do butt. We can get away with butt. And of course, Riker's first question was like, do, 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 do you both got dicks? Yeah. Like, I, I, I think this is the the right time for me to ask: Do you have a dick? And then B: Does he have a dick? Because I'm more interested about his dick. I don't want to talk about why I'm interested in his dick. But okay, long story short, do you have dicks? That is on character. Yes. <laughs> it's like. Yes. Thank you for respect being enough to not to ask about, uh, I think the next question, uh, sir, is would you like to do anything with said dick? And I thank you for respecting me enough to realize that I would have said no. And, and, and Tasha Yar sitting there the whole time like, just don't make eye contact with anyone. I've seen both their dicks. And then like Data's like, do you like me? Yes or no? Be like, I learned this on a soap opera. <laughs> I have a question that's mm, a little unrelated. Okay. Um, what's the significance of the colors of their uniforms? Because uh, Yara and Data wear the same color, and Jordy Riker and Worf wear the same color. Um, it's a little that will even shift later. Wobbly at the yeah, there will be some shifts later. Uh, gold is operations as a large, and that can include security and mm-hmm. engineering and and other things like that. Red is tending to be command track like even junior officers would wear red if they're you know in in that track blue is sciences including both medical and uh mm. pure science uh, like pure research science. field Re- research yeah. yeah yeah so why do Jordy and data have different colored uniforms because theoretically like data is the chief operations officer that his console where he sits on the bridge is the operations console Mm -hmm. so he in operations like he's like the highest ranking gold wearing person on the ship uh jordy is a junior officer his grade his rank is actually lieutenant junior grade Mm -hmm. so he is fairly fresh out of the academy and theoretically on a command track like one day he would like to captain a ship He's gonna change paths. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so essentially, like, um, Data is like more of the HR admin kind of side of things, while as like Jordy is like, n- like in that track to be like some type of CEO, C, you know, like the yeah, I'm the person in the board meeting versus the person who like, uh, yeah, not necessarily like secretary, but like high level like administration, but they're not gonna be running the company. Yeah. Um. Esque. To to degree, like, uh, yeah, it just. People wearing gold are not necessarily interested in command tracks. Gotcha. Yeah. They, they don't want to be captain necessarily. Yeah. That can change. And back and forth. Worf's red now. Mm. He, he is most commonly associated with yellow. But by the time he joins the Deep Space Nine crew, he's back to red. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that does roll toward our commercial break time. 
Uh, does anyone else have anything more about data lore before we move on? I have one comment. Yeah. So when when the the fog settles and you see all the parts, uh-huh. and you're like, not all the parts, not all not all the parts. <laughs> you see you see a lot of the parts, and you see them at later on taking them out, and like the engineers are like, this is gonna take us some time to figure it out. I'm like, it's literally. A human body. It's like how I can just... you? How do you not know where these parts go? Yeah. And if you look at it, it's like plug and play. Like it's yeah. very clear what yeah. plugs into what, yeah. guys. Like this should not take you more than three minutes. I, I get the, the deep like... bones connected to the <laughs> <Yeah>. leg bones. <laughs> I do kind of get the whole like once we get them together, how do we turn them on thing? But that's that, not what they that, said. That's not really what no. they. Yeah, I would. I would. I don't know. Now, if it was like a bunch of loose wires and like yeah, you know like, chaos, oh, guys, I found a leg. You know, pull right. it, you pull them out of a box like you do Christmas lights, right. and you're like, this is gonna take us a while. Yeah. If it was but a like, head and some chips. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 No, these were yeah. like clearly defined parts that I'm like, no, stick the leg into the it arm. Was, is yeah. that how I do this? It was I very IKEA esque. <laughs> I had crash dummy action figures when I was a kid. I could have put that together. Yeah. God, those were great action figures. But I'm just I, I'm just gonna say I don't have the biggest faith in the season one engineering crew. Yeah, yeah. Argyle. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Argyle. Poor Argyle. You're not Scotty and you know it. You're not Scotty. You're not Jordy, who will eventually become the chief engineer. Argyle can kiss my ass. I don't know if it'd be better or worse, but A I was really kind of hoping for more of a horror movie element, I think, with this episode. I'm okay that it wasn't. Yeah. But, like, when they opened up that storage space, I was hoping to see all, like, the bodies of the colonists in there. <laughs> and I don't know where I was coming from, where mm. that was my first hope. Mm. And then later, when they were like, we don't know what killed the colonists or whatever, I was like, it has to be lore. I mean, which which is kind of true de facto, but then it turned out to be really this crystal monster thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, oh, so lore is a Final Fantasy villain. Got it. Um... I wanted, like, I wanted Lore to be the serial killer. Like, the robot who decided they wouldn't accept me. So I showed them and they got got. Like, I was hoping for that, actually. I and think they they like, figure that out a little bit later. Like, Lore comes back leader. and he... Fuck yes. Yes, he definitely... I, I wrote down that Lore isn't a cult. I straight up wrote that down. He, oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, yeah. No, he, he, he definitely... Yeah. He finds his evil paths throughout oh, the show. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that was just my 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 little like. Okay, I like the episode as it was, but I'm like, hey, it was for some reason fucked up. Really hoping for colonists <laughs> to be in that little <laughs> freezer that they had, and also be. I really wanted him to be like just full American Psycho. Just turns mm-hmm. out that he was the one who was just like whacking people, and he's just like, what? Of what else was I supposed to do? I'm a fucking robot, dude. It's like oh, I don't know what it means to be human anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be. Then the most human emotion Data could have felt, because yeah. that's everyone in the room would have been like, "Oh, I don't like this." <laughs> it's one of the big uh, nitpicking moments of the next generation. Like, like if you talk about just dumb things, the next generation did is right at the end of the episode. You have all this struggle with Laura. Laura can use contractions. Data cannot. Yeah. And Picard's like, "Data, are you all right?" Yeah. Data's like, "I'm fine." Yeah. He used a contraction at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got rid of the wrong one. Lore's been on the show the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that Simpsons episode, like, you are the evil twin. Yeah. <laughs> commercial break? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> commercial! 
Are you, um, no. <laughs> Did you try to cry and you weren't able to get those tears out? Is your man not satisfied? Maybe it's because of low E. Come to the Angel One Women's Clinic. We'll fuck your shit up with estrogen. Get sick games. Secret, super crazy, cool, glittery concoction. It'll raise that estrogen <laughs> off the charts. It comes in discreet pink packaging. Cry and on command again. Just and, like you did when you were in your 20s. And it's strawberry flavored. So ask to see the manager right away to get your concoction today. Message of social enlightenment. Water is life. Yeah. Wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Trans lives matter and trans people exist. Mm. That's a bare minimum. Uh, teachers are professionals and, you know, they're they're actually pretty good at their job, so be kind to them. And they are highly skilled professionals, not babysitters. Babysitters are professionals too and should be paid a good wage. That's true. Yeah. But it's a different thing. Yeah. Different yeah. thing. Uh, uh, stop Asian hate. Yes. Hate. Get your shots. Yeah. I mean, at this point. Vaccinate your fucking kids. Yes. <laughs> and your dogs. And, and your cats. Dogs. Support Point your local libraries. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wear fur. Yay. <laughs> it's time to go back to school. Whoever. Whoever you yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're thinking about it, do it. It's also time to get a therapist if you haven't done that yet. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you think you're fine. You probably could use a therapist. Uh, vegan leather is just plastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe you should look into better, more, like, sustainable sources. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, I know you think you're helping. You're really not. Don't spank your kids. If you enjoy <laughs> our word usements, uh, you would enjoy our other podcasts, which growing exponentially. Maybe not exponentially. You've got this show. Uh, As the Myth Turns in its entirety is on the site. Mm -hmm. uh, we have two new shows coming. We don't have premiere dates for them at the time of this recording. We have Friendables. <laughs> Two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Uh, we've recorded one episode on that. And then we have a new show. This is a new announcement. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> we are going to start a new podcast called Drunkster Peace Theater, where my colleagues Eris and Z and I will be uh, doing dramatic readings of, at this point, Shakespeare plays. We might branch out into other things yeah. while uh, having uh, a few in. Uh, a, a belt or two, as yeah. they as they say. Possibly even three sheets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the premiere episode will be Romeo and Juliet, uh, where I believe Z's playing Romeo. I'm That's... playing Romeo. Romeo. <laughs> Romeo. I am the sweet Juliet, I guess. A side piece. And yeah. I'm, all, I'm all the other roles. <laughs> He's the nurse. <laughs> Juliet. That's a preview of what I got cooking for you. Hold on, my mom's calling. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, those will all be available on the site. There are other shows possibly coming still to the site. Those mm -hmm. deals are still in the ether. Other things available on the site, books, blogs, movie reviews, the fourth wall in its entirety. At the time you're listening to this episode, the once in future Orson Welles will have been out since this past Tuesday. It comes out February 15th, so you can get that in Kindle and uh, paperback formats uh, right now. Do it now, do it now, do it now, do it now. Do it now. Do it Eris. What's up? How's that Twitch going? Uh, in a right. 
<laughs> I just went on and off again. Uh, just like uh, follow me for updates. Uh, my my schedule keeps changing at work for terrible reasons. So uh, I don't really do Mondays anymore. I will do Thursdays sometimes, Saturday mornings. Um, I have an art stream. Um, and as of the moment that we are saying this, I have been experimenting with uh, streaming me playing Minecraft. I'm super bad at it. Mm. So uh, yeah, check me out. I'm at Aeros O'Reilly at uh, twitch.tv. Zs. Yep. The youths telling me about the TikTok. Actually, it's you. You're, you're the youths. I'm the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Philly. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, I've got a TikTok. Um, I've been posting on it a little a little more frequently lately because I had some free time. And uh, yeah, you can find me um, at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Love of my life. Sup? I have nothing to plug at this time. Thank you. Okay. Asked and answered. So Angel won. Matriarchal society, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Riker dressed as a bimbo. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had some major ick watching this yeah. episode. Yeah, like beyond just the need to reshift toxic masculinity right. into toxic femininity, mm-hmm. femininity, it all punctuates to Riker giving a very C minus Kirk speech. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And the society coming to the conclusion that they'll just have to be regressive for a little bit longer. Yeah. Right. And that's the only way to solve society's problem is just to perpetuate a little bit of regression. Like, (laughs) as a treat. It was very 90s feminism. Like, girls can do everything that boys can do and then better. You know, kind of like... Like, I could see that, like, I wish it was like, okay, why did they have to be the hunters? Why do they have to be the dimorphically large, like, you know, kind of I, thing? I but it's 90s feminism. Yeah, I, yeah 90s feminism for sure. I feel like at this episode... Oh, this episode, is 87. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> they're ahead of the curve already, yeah. but still, it was just like, okay, this was filmed when? Like, okay, yeah. we have gone beyond this now. That's good. I think um, the way that this would not have icked me is if they still had had, like, feminine gender roles but they had been treated differently like mm-hmm. if it was like yes the woman is the head of the household because she cleans it and cooks it or right. cooks the yeah, food exactly. cooks the she cooks the house yeah. no I get it she cooks the house she serves the house yeah. <laughs> and she cleans the food yeah. 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 No, exactly. and the men yeah. just go with it because they're yeah. like this and is weird but okay instead it was just like oh yeah these men look funny yeah, you know, yeah, they they went with yeah. the weird. They like, found the slightest men in feminine. Hollywood. Yeah, they decided to be like, well, it turns out it's not the gender that's important. It turns out whoever was the hunter gatherer was important. Mm, yeah. The person who stayed at home was the weak one. And be like, uh, no, because <laughs> that because that essentially is is still calling women weak. Yes, it's still yes. being like the role mm. that you have played, that you have yeah. evolved through, exactly. that you have changed, that you have worked yeah. really hard to overcome. Like, yeah, is also, still the bad guy. Also, it's still an incredibly modern <laughs> Western viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's lots and lots of he- evidence. Now, it's hard to find that evidence sometimes because, like, Westernized archaeology has like destroyed so many things. Yeah. Um, but there's like so much evidence now that other cultures, like pre-Christianization, did not at all like did it. Like, I mean, they had their own fucked up shit. I'm sure yeah. it wasn't this whole like, oh, because he was the man, he had to be in charge because he was the big and strong one. They were like, yeah. And then why are all these women dressed as warriors in these graves? Yeah. Like this 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 skeleton had birthed several times and we can tell it through from the skeleton. Yeah, like yeah. from the skeleton. You're like, then why are they given 
why are they dressed like kings and given the place of honor in the gravesite? Like, uh, yeah, you know, kind they, of thing. They, they just they just switched it. Like, it's all they did is they made yeah. the the women the men in this society, and then right. the like up into including the sexual dimorphism. They made the women big. Yeah, like yeah. completely ignoring all of the qualities. That, you know, some women do tend to possess that yeah. make them better leaders and more right. egalitarian leaders. And it's yeah. not just like, oh, if women were in power, they would behave just like the men. Yeah. Like, that's a very, like, very masculine, feature. toxic yeah. masculinity way of looking at what yeah. a woman would do in power. And, like, we have matriarchal societies now and have had matriarchal societies in the past that they could have looked at as a reference and they did not at all act like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, with the exception of their some places in India that like men aren't allowed to do the household finances because you can't trust them with numbers. That's funny. And then there's a part of me that like, I'm like, I met some dudes like that. I want to trust them with numbers either. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> See, I can't trust me with numbers. So I have to trust yeah. anybody else that has any it's kind like of societies confidence. societies that are run by women tend to have less conflict, less war, mm, right. less, you know, all of these things. Uh, greater, and like, um, uh, compassion for yes. child rearing and things like that, like yeah. um, community things like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but all they did was <laughs> flip our current Western exactly. system and mm-hmm. like that's yeah. not what would happen. <clears throat> you know, writer yeah. people. Thanks though. Thanks yeah. for playing. Yeah, <laughs> I I when in the beginning though when when Worf was like Klingons appreciate strong women. I was like me too, Worf. <laughs> I, know, I was <laughs> me like, too. And then the rest of the, big mood. Yeah, the, the, the the rest of the episode happened, and I was like, I think me and Worf are both disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Oh my god. I mean, the only part that I was like really in for was like, oh yeah, fuck boy Riker. Yeah. Like when he was I, getting dressed, he was like, I wore feathers, I wore furs, and now I'm wearing this. And I'm like, yeah, you get it. When when Riker came Treat out. yourself. When, yeah. When, when Riker came out in that outfit, I wrote, oh Jesus, Riker, a whole ass titty hanging out. <laughs> because all the other guys, it was just like a really deep. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he was like, titty out, nipple, in yeah. the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean, like. Tits out, gets the ladies in. Yeah. Here, here's my quote from Riker. It's not my position to seduce or get seduced by the leader of another world. Bullshit. I don't yeah, know what your job is then. That's yeah, yeah. your exact position. Yeah. That's why Picard handpicked you. And why Why did he choose that moment to talk about positions? <laughs> because he could fit it into a sentence and not make it sound weird. Uh-huh. He, he, you know, he knows how to pick a moment. Yeah. 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 He's like, I want to say, it's like, last week he was like, Stinson. hey, Data, do you have a dick? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he did mansplain aphrodisiacs in this episode. I was like, is this your sole job on this mission to tell us all the, the sex But he stuff? was explaining it to Data. Data. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, but still. Like, it's human-splaining. Oh, okay. Because when you said man, mansplaining, I just I, I couldn't remember. It, like, it, what, he was explaining it to Troy. I think Troy knows about but aphrodisiacs. The women were in the room, right. though. Yeah. Like, yeah. they could have explained it. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> overstepped them, it felt yeah. like. Because, yeah. like... Like Data was talking to the to Yar and to Troy, and then Riker was like, hey. "I know." Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> Let me jump in. Yeah. yeah. Where does a mansplainer I... get his water? From a well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I feel like so many of his moments where he was just a fucking dick were very connected to sex which mm-hmm. the only thing for me like from like from a distance viewpoint like not necessarily like looking at him as a person but looking at him as a character was like oh they are absolutely establishing Riker now as king fuckboy that's mm. his job now on the 
ship. There's something <laughs> pretty. He will sleep with it to get out of problems. Like, all right. Yep. This That's is his job. <laughs> he may not be action boy, but he's definitely fuck boy. <laughs> I think uh, the whole, like, the title of this episode is Angel One, but that's, like, the weak part of the episode. I'm much more interested in the COVID that's happening the COVID on the show. <laughs> So many times during our real pandemic, I have joked that if Dr. Crusher were in charge, she would have solved this thing in like, you know, like like a week. It wouldn't even need a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, no, she was just like, give me 45 minutes and I gotcha. And here's the thing. And she'd look bomb. (laughs) There, I said it. The problem with like our society is that she would have like, she's like, I have this magazine, everything's great. And then, but like, we would still be in it because then you would need to have Picard and Riker and Troy then trying to convince everyone else just take the goddamn shot just let the pretty doctor lady give you the fucking inoculation for the love of god this is the one though they beamed back on the ship at the end and she's just there with the hyperspace done 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 no show me your fucking neck (laughs) no you don't get a choice you just get your shot and then we all get to go back to normal get your shot and shut the hell up I know right in the neck too I'm into it they had to use the neck because there are no Vulcan nerve pinches anymore. Okay. That's yeah. right. So they... That's right. I, I oh, well, not in this episode. Yeah. 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 Like, I do like that, though. Like, the doctor was like, and here's your shot, right yeah. in the neck. Like, like... They didn't even ask what it was. They, they're like, what's in this? They're like, oh, doctor's giving me something that I need. Yeah. Like, is this yeah. ivermectin? Because I tried that before. Yeah. They're like, what's it in this? Glitter, take my it. Whole body. Oh, my, <laughs> my whole body. Uh, yeah. Um, I really liked that Jordy got to have his his yeah. moment yeah. as, as absolutely as a red uniformed person ought to. Yeah, um, as a disabled like a, black man. Yeah, that. yeah. Kind of like Picard being sick. <laughs> He's like, I don't feel well. My, my whole theory is that they had to write this B plot uh, like immediately because Patrick Stewart had a cold that week. Oh, really? everything's cured he still has kind of a scratchy well, voice really and I was, I was like, like is he acting because that is convincing <laughs> like, no, I think I have a cold this week okay well we're gonna put the B plot from this episode into the A plot of this one and <laughs> we, we got it this, so. everyone's getting sick this week yeah. <laughs> has he been knighted yet Sir Patrick's, Sir Patrick's? Uh, no he, he he was knighted in the early 2000s oh okay okay yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's pre-knighted mm-hmm. <laughs> he was still relatively unknown at this point Obviously, mm. Next Generation is what... Uh, he was more of a Shakespearean he, theater actor at the time. And a character he? actor in movies. Like, he mm. was in the he was in Lynch's Dune and uh, a couple other things. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. Another episode here where they're encountering <laughs> a pre-warp civilization, which is a big <laughs> no-no. Like, pre-warp, we don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're going to fuck with their society too much by saying, hey, spaceships and Klingons <laughs> and bullshit. And they say, well, we need to we need to keep good diplomatic relations with them. Why? Yeah. And then they get halfway through the episode and they've already fucked up everything. And then they start talking about the Prime Directive. Now you're open to input? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what would they... So, if they were actually following the Prime Directive and their people have crash-landed onto this planet... Right. Would they like get dressed up like the natives and go they down do and that. try to like? They do get them that out later on. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. they they take concerted efforts not 
to you know, get to the larger world. So what do you think they would do when they got down there and the guys were like, uh, we got wives, we don't want to go back to our old life? Would right. they just be like, okay, well, don't fuck anything up, see you later, bye? Like, is that the whole plot? But they wouldn't be negotiating with the government and saying, we're from space and we need our spacemen right. back. But like with, with those people, would they have left them there to just... Be like, okay, well, don't interfere anymore in their development. Don't give them technology. And they, or they might say, okay, but we've got to check your camp for any technology. Mm. And we'd have to take any technology with us. You can't God. have mm. the technology. You could say, I come from space, and, but I can't prove it. Because then they'll just think you're a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Right. You'd only make contact with the people who are from your world. Yeah. And you can't say, I'm from space and here's my spaceship. That that's where it becomes too much. Mm. I mean, at least in this one, they didn't beam a person from the surface and bring them face to face with their god in space. I like guess that's helpful. You want to meet God? I'll fucking let you see God. <laughs> They're still kind of figuring out this whole I don't know prime directive thing. But like, and just, is it the characters or is it the writers? So like, oh, if we actually the have them follow the prime directive. Right. We have an like, episode. There's not a story without if they follow the prime directive. Right. Because I'm almost yeah. interested in the story arc as a whole of people who have a prime directive and they just never are able to follow it. Yeah. Like the whole like why and like as long as they like actually address the fact that like why we fuck that up. Can we? Do, is this like? Is our ideals like too lofty, and we're just there? They they keep breaking at like the actual edge of reality, and they actually have that discussion from like a philosophical standpoint. I would also be interested in that story arc of like the whole like we're trying really hard here, and we're just real shit at it. <laughs> Holy, it's called the original series. Yeah, no. Really. Like, at this point, where we're really interpreting the Prime Directive as we're not going to interfere in this world's laws. We we are we're not really interpreting it like we're not going to interfere in this world's development. Not even not even in, we're not going to interfere with their laws. We're just not going to appeal their laws to a certain level. Like we're still going to try to come in and say, "Hey, we're from space. We've got some boys in your backyard. Can we have them back?" <laughs> oh, we can't. Well, now this is a pickle. What do we do now? <laughs> uh, oh, I guess you got to kill him. <laughs> we could steal him, uh, or we could just, you know, send our best-looking boy after the head lady and uh... <laughs> best-looking boy. I see from the judges panel, he is very enthusiastically asking for that. He has even bought the outfit. It seems he has gotten a chest perm. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all? Yep, yep. The jewelry is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the judges panel now, apparently, like Olympic style. <laughs> Riker in the background going, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And also just sort of like the... Yeah, we're just going to have an incredibly oppressive society with a thought that maybe someday there'll be a revolution. <laughs> but not today because I want to be in power because I'm sexy. That's the bullshit, though. It's not like, hey, we're going to make everything better. It's like, okay, clearly well, we're not I ready to make Ariel everything better. Be the leader. Yeah, like, we're not going to make anything better right now. But, you know, there's always the hope that we'll chill out in a couple hundred years. Yeah. Okay, thanks, bye! Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, like, if you did, like, overthrow, even if they weren't involved with it, but the fact that they were there, they're like, oh no, did we call if like they were able to have a revolution with uh, Ramsey and Ariel like overtaking Beata or whatever, and then you know, obviously they would like have an existential crisis of the whole like, was this really us? Was this hard doing? We were here and all, you know. I don't know if it would necessarily because like it would probably cause civil war, I guess. So I don't know. We are out of time. Does anybody oh. else have anything about Angel One? Nope. 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 I like their shiny fabric. 
That's it. That's my last thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have a matriarchal society. They could have done better. They fucked it up. Yeah. I was so excited for one second until I <laughs> saw what they did with it. It was a perfectly good society and they fucked it up. They yeah. gave it anxiety. <laughs> it's true. Next time you're away team, we'll go a little further into season one with 11001001, an episode title that I spent a half hour in 1994 memorizing. 11001001. <laughs> Yay, you did it. I did it. <laughs> I... Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, too short a season. Yes, about an old man who doesn't old anymore. Benjamin <laughs> Button, but worse. Yes, that's good. That's that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> so we'll see you all then. Bye! Bye!